Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Boy, oh boy, I remember when I had no idea who God was. The Holy Trinity, complete enigma, mystery to me. I was clueless. Even though I was a confirmed Catholic, I had no idea what the Holy Trinity meant. I didn't even know who Jesus was. I know a lot of you have heard this before, but I just thought he was God's son, not God himself. And lordy lordy, what's that Holy Spirit thing? It took me almost a year being, going to church, right? Being in the church, not really participating much, not really having much of a prayer life, but going to mass every Sunday and researching what the faith was until I realized that the dove was the sign of the Holy Spirit. Again, everyone has a journey. At one point in our spiritual lives and in life in general, we don't know things. And then we learn. And so finally, it got into my heart. I understood in many different ways the Holy Trinity. So God the Father, the Creator, and His Son, who has always been there, comes down in the form of a baby, in Mary's womb, immaculately conceived through the Holy Spirit, who, by the way, has always been there, who spoke through the prophets in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit is the love from the Father and the Son. And we are all baptized in the Holy Spirit. So we have God within us every single day, guiding us, leading us, protecting us. I am so grateful that my parents initiated me into the church, got me baptized when I was a baby, and also confirmed Catholic where all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit are supposed to be sort of on high, right? Like, okay, we're going to use these gifts. Clearly, I don't know what the gifts are. I have no idea what confirmation means. I'm just happy that I'm done with it, right? (laughs) That's kind of how my life was. But I am so grateful that I was baptized and confirmed because the Holy Spirit protected me my entire life. I'm telling you, my Holy Spirit, my guardian angel, or the Holy Spirit and my guardian angel, Mega is what I call my guardian angel, my extraordinary guardian angel, have protected me so many times from car accidents, from honestly, from jail, from death. I mean, if it weren't for those two, I don't know where I would be. I certainly wouldn't be sitting here talking to you about God right now. (laughs) So let's talk about the Holy Spirit a little bit. 
in today's readings, Acts, Acts, that book, if you can just dive into it over this Easter season, which by the way, in the Catholic Church is 50 days, just look at the, you know, the apostles and how the Holy Spirit has lit them on fire, how they are out there proclaiming Jesus as the Messiah in the Jewish community, ready to take their lives in, you know, put it out there, take my life. I'm not going to deny Jesus because of the Holy Spirit. It's incredible. So basically, they get caught, you know, this is, um, Peter and John, and they say, we must obey God rather than men. So the Pharisees and the high priest says, what the heck are you doing? We've thrown you in jail. We told you not to run around in in Jesus's name and, and proclaim him being the Messiah. And they turn around and they say, we must obey God rather than men. And then we are witness of these things, as is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. Wow. Incredible. And then, of course, in the gospel, he does not ration his gift of the spirit. So this is God who sent Jesus down on earth to be a witness to the Lord and his ways, and he does not ration the spirit. That's important. The spirit is inside us, ready for us to engage with every moment of every day. A lot of people say, I don't know how to hear the voice of God. Well, how much time do you spend talking with God, sitting in silence throughout your day, asking God what you should do? That's what you need to do in order to hear and feel the spirit within your life. It's a humility game every day. You have to humble yourself and give yourself to God. You have to pull yourself back into the present, right? I'm a future person. I constantly think about the future, worry about the future, and then I got to pull myself back into the present. Some of you may be the future people. Some of you may be the past people, regretting what happened, reliving the days, the moments that you've screwed up or were embarrassed about something you did to someone or at the office or whatever, Those, or you could be both, right? You're just living in the past and regretting it, wishing you could change it, and also worried about the future. But you're never living in today. That is the only place we are going to find God. Right here, right now. Now I'm sitting here proclaiming this to everyone, but I struggle with it too. Every single moment, I have to pull myself back and I need to discern what spirits are going on through my head. And am I offering myself to God to help me through a moment where I know it's not the spirit of God? So let me explain. If I have a temptation to eat a row of Oreos, right, we're going to continue to beat the Oreo thing to death. (laughs) I know that that's either my body, the world, or Satan. Because I know that God is not telling me, eat a row of Oreos. So if I decide not to call on God and not to ask him to come into my life to help me act on my discernment, because I know for a fact that God is not telling me to eat a row of Oreos. 
God would be fine saying, have an Oreo, honey, enjoy it. Give it up to me how awesome it tastes, but not devouring a whole row. So there's not much discernment about the spirit that's happening there. It's my lower faculties of my body's desire and urges, or it could be Satan just to trip me up and get me off my path so that I can then feel guilty and feel depressed about the fact that I just devoured a row of Oreos, which is also not God. I mean, this is how it works when you call on God and you decide to discern all of the emotions, all of the feelings that are coming on and going on in your head and in your life during that day. That's what living in the moment means. And when we call on the Holy Spirit to be there throughout all of our decisions, right? It It's not that difficult to call on God, especially when we know we're about ready to make a decision that ain't so good for us. And I know I said ain't and ain't ain't a word, but that's my whole point, right? I'm trying to be kind of flippant, but not. We know that certain things are not good for us. And we know that certain thoughts are not from God. So what do we do in those moments? Do we call on the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is here for one reason, to get us closer to God, to transform ourselves, our minds, and our hearts. He is here to sanctify us and to make us holier. That's his only job. So why wouldn't we call on the Holy Spirit, who isn't supposed to be rationed out, God wants to outpour that spirit on you like wildfire. He never wants that fire to go out. He wants the Holy Spirit to grow and to continue to emanate through you. He wants the Holy Spirit to be you. So are you going to let the spirit take over? Are you going to talk to God throughout the day? Are you going to ask the Spirit to just pour out and you give yourself completely to Jesus Christ and say, come Holy Spirit, come? Every morning we should be crying out to the Holy Spirit to come into our lives. And of course, throughout the day, I implore all of you to start your day in prayer. Then your whole day is wrapped with God. It's hard not to to start your day without that time in prayer. And I'm going to say one more thing. If this is something that you decide to do that's not a part of your regular practice, and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to get up tomorrow, uh, you know, 30 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier, whatever it is, that's your commitment. And then tomorrow comes and you're sitting in bed, the alarm goes off, and the thoughts start coming. Oh, it's so comfortable in this bed. I'm so tired. I didn't get to bed till late last night. I woke up a bunch of times. I'll pray later. This this bed is so comfortable. It's kind of cold out there. God wants me to get rest. I'll pray later. This is not God. This is your body and this is Satan helping you to go away from God. So your body's absolutely, you know, co co well, cooperating. That's the word I'm looking for. Cooperating with Satan right now. 
Because your body's like, yeah, I'm just like happy being in this bed. This feels so good. I don't want to get up right now. And Satan is doing everything he can to not have you go deeper in prayer with God. So the two cooperate together. And before you know it, you're staying in bed. This is where you need to be aware of this and take action in a different way. Get your butt out of bed. Don't even think about it. Because if you do, you'll have a million reasons why you should stay in bed. This is what happened to me when I started hearing God say, okay, you've done these bodily mortifications, you ate your one meal during Lent, and now I want you to work out. I want you to exercise and get this body into a better shape so that you are having a holy spirit temple that is worthy of me. And I did it for two days. I haven't even mentioned this to you. And I was so upset because two days go by and I'm feeling awesome. I'm really feeling great. And then the third day comes and those exact same things came through my mind. And it wasn't God. God's never going to tell me not to do something that's good. That's not going to bring me closer to him or make me a better person physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's not going to be God. It's going to be Satan who's going to want me to be lazy. And so as a result of not exercising, I also ate more. It was like this. (laughs) Again, I look back. At least I'm looking back and I'm learning from it and I'm taking action. I've, I've gone back on the exercising thing, but it's a matter of if I don't do it immediately when I think about it, I'm going to make a lot of excuses and kick it down the curb throughout the day. And then at the time when I have to do it, I'm either going to do it or my husband's going to come home and I'm going to have a reason not to do it. So these are the things that we have to be aware of throughout our day And call on the Holy Spirit to be there, to love us, to guide us, and to fall on. Let's just rest in God today. Stay in the day. Call on God all throughout the day. And you will begin to hear his voice. You will see, oh, this is God. This is not me. This is God. Or This is Satan. (laughs) God help me, right? I can't do this myself. I need to walk away from this whatever temptation or whatever Satan is telling you to do because always you will be closer to God, closer to virtues, closer to heaven when you listen to the spirit and farther when you listen to yourself sometimes and Satan. So let's love the Holy Spirit. Let's ask for an outpouring of his love and his fire. And let's live today, today with the Holy Spirit. All right, everyone, go be the light. I can't, I'm so excited to start this day. I can't wait. And I have the radio show tonight. It's a long day and I'm going to work out and I'm already getting excited about all of the things that God has planned for me today. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.